All right, so we're back here once again here on Couch Coach Live. We're back at it once again. What's going on? We got a special guest in the building. I got Jordan. What's going on, Jordan? Uh, it's been pretty good. I mean, I know my CU Puffs, you know, beats the expectations. We'll get that here in a minute. But you know what? Broncos are on a nice winning streak. So, I, I mean, everything is good in the world of Colorado sports right now. Yeah, and and it's, I'm glad that you came at this perfect time because obviously you know when you came a few you know what um, like week two week three guys you know at that time things weren't looking good because I think it was right after the Miami game. It was we gave up seventy the, points. Yeah, seventy, <laughs> yeah. So you look at that, and then you you know especially the heartbreaking loss to I think arguably one of the worst teams in the National Football League. It is a Washington Commander, so bouncing back off of that and um, getting, getting, you know, now at, in the thick of the playoff race. So, yeah, a lot has changed since you came over, Jordan. So, um, perfect sure, time. And glad that, you know, yeah, you know, we, you know, because when we had you on previously, it wasn't intentional for that to happen. But lo and behold, that match just happened. And I, unbeknownst to us, but you're back at it in the swing of things. Y'all doing y'all thing. And, um, it's becoming unlimited, so mm-hmm. <laughs> y'all look good. So, <laughs> what's going on, Mal? Oh man, I'm chilling. Um, happy to be. You know, we was on, we wasn't on air last week, so uh, it was a lot of stuff we could have talked about. Um, I guess the first thing, man, my Thanksgiving was wonderful. How was you guys' um, turkey day? It was pretty good. I mean, I can't complain. I wish the football was a little bit better, but you know what? That's what we get for thank you football. Other than that, I mean, being with family and great food, nothing better. Right, right, right. What about you, um, Coach? I was sick, though. I, really? I had 19, brother. So, yeah, man. So, oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. You but I'm here, though. It's all good. Yeah, man. Yeah. Wow. I ain't I'm sorry. Yeah. Um. What nah, did you think good, about Black, Black Black Friday uh, football? It was good. I mean, it, I liked it. I mean, I ain't had nothing else to do, so I was good. Jordan, stop, man. <laughs> <laughs> I was good. Honestly, I was on a I was on an airplane getting back to Ohio, so I didn't get a chance to catch the game. I just saw the score. That was about it. But you know, and I think right. it's a great idea for people who want to, uh, you know can't shop or just don't want to right. shop for uh right. for a black friday so right 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 yeah it's yeah good. but man everything's great friday. everything's great yeah you know and both most everybody's off on that friday so it was i mean right. you know i don't think i think the game itself i mean we really didn't have much high expectation might have been in the preseason but you know once you know aaron Rodgers was out and this that and the right. third and we, and right. then um, who was there? Oh, gosh. I, I, who was their starting quarterback? Was it um, – I cannot believe I forgot the giant, the Jets starting quarterback. Um, Tim um, – no, is um, it Tim? No. Oh, gosh. I can't believe I can't – gosh. Like um, – They've had so know. many starting quarterbacks this, this year, know. so it's okay. Yeah. But, but so, think yeah. about the day they had if Aaron Rodgers would have started. Like, it, it just – I just – I'm just happy that they're trying to put more sports on TV, man. It was Tim Boyle. I just looked it up. Tim Boyle, yes. Tim Boyle, yes. Tim Boyle. Oh, my God. Tim freaking Boyle. Hey, Cam's um, still out there. Call Cam. Nah. They might as well. Well, although Aaron Rodgers is going to practice, so I don't know whatever that means for him. 
RG3 said he can still do it. <laughs> no. He, he, he barely outran uh, Dabo Sweeney. No, nobody want him. He all right. He barely ran. No, I'm just saying. Dude, you should see him when he was covering Clemson. He, Dabo lapped him. I know he might won't go in his fast, but Dabo got him on the hill. He done. <laughs> He done. And just keep it above. We got a, a, that 50 old Dabo Sweeney. What, 55, about 55, almost 60? <laughs> yep. Yeah, it's, it's done. You know, yeah, yeah. but yeah. So we got a uh, great show lined up for you. So we'll um, we'll talk about the latest firing in the NFL uh, as the Panthers yet again um, as fired the head coach and Frank Wright. So we'll talk about that. We'll talk about the NBA play, uh, play in season, play in tournament quarterfinals are set. So we're one step close to Las Vegas for next Saturday, not the Saturday, but the following Saturday final. Um, then, of course, Jordan's here. We got to talk about Colorado football. Was this year a success or was it failure? Uh, games to watch this weekend, our picks, and kind of see what's going to happen with this college football playoff because obviously we'll be uh, predicting all the five conference uh, championship games. So we'll talk about that and then give our game ball and our thoughts. So we'll do, we'll take a brief time out. We'll be right back here on Couch Coach Live and we'll get, get it going. Back here on Couch Coach Live, we got a great show lined up for your night. So we definitely got to talk about uh, the elephant in the room that is Frank Wright, as now currently um, the former head coach of the Carolina Panthers, um, fired um, this week at the one and ten season. Um, so essentially, um, essentially, you look at how with this Panthers last. Um, Think about it. They were 30th in yards per game this season and also 19th in uh, points per game this season. Uh, so Chris Tabor has is taken over as the head coach for the Panthers, and he immediately did not waste any time. He got rid of – don't laugh. It's holidays. I guess I'm doing this. So he got rid of uh, quarterback's coach Josh McCown and also uh, running back coach Deuce Daly. Um, if you're familiar, Frank Wright – was fired almost this time last year on November the 7th when the Colts were at 3-5-1 and one and made the change. Um, so he he's the only coach since the NFL merger has been fired in two consecutive seasons in the middle of the season. That's a record. 
And then also this Carolina Panthers team also made a firing almost similar when they got rid of Matt Rule on October the 10th of last season after finishing at the uh, 1-5 start. So, Joe, I'm going to consult you first, Jordan. Your thoughts on Frank Reich, um, the firing of this, and then what's next for this Panthers organization? I'll just say the Panthers are, I'm going to word the word, dysfunctional. I mean, you look at who they had last year. They fired Matt Rowe, like you said, but then they have Steve Wilkes, and Wilkes was actually pretty good. Six and six. I know um, one of our friends that we know, Jennifer Matthews Lewis, really wanted him as the head coach. Why they didn't go that direction, I have no idea. I think they just figured, you know, Frank Wright is more of an offensive guy. He's going to get them going. He didn't really do that anything with the Colts did get them to one playoff appearance but it's just you're asking a rookie quarterback in Bryce to be a veteran quarterback day one that's not going to happen that's basically what they expected they expected you know to rebuild them it's just not happening where they go from here who really knows it's just such a dysfunctional franchise You've already, you know, messed up with Wilkes. Then you went with, you know, Matt Rule before. They just need somebody who's going to stay there for a couple of years like Matt Rule did. But the question is who? I really have no idea at this point. It's just a dysfunctional franchise. Yeah, I agree. Uh, what you got, Mal? Your thoughts? I mean, once I looked at everything, I was like, basically the same thing. It's, it's You got to start with the franchise first. Like, you – all the controversies you've had since um, the new owner, um, Cam leaving, um, um, Rivera uh, leaving, it's just, and then you're trying to start over. It seemed like you need to get things situated with your organization. <clears throat> and then gradually, you went and got mm-hmm. this, you went and got this, this coach, and I've seen his resume. His resume is not that bad, but mm-hmm. it's just something is there that, something's there that basically he don't seem like something's not working and it seemed like he he got in a situation <clears throat> where he didn't have no power because they saying that he didn't want the uh, this quarterback anyway and it's like you know i think the first thing you should focus on to me i know everybody wants an offense but if you could just have a a very a, 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 a top 10 defense i'm a stealer so you know I, my, my quarterback i still have questions for but at least the defense can step up and win this games. You know what I mean? And you're putting all oh, this I pressure do. on you putting all this pressure on his quarterback and he has issues. He's short. So what do you do? You have to figure out a way. You have to do because I, I don't know how tall Jalen Hurst is to me, but I always felt like he was a small, a small quarterback to me compared to most. You know what I mean? I think um Tua seemed like he's a small quarterback to most, a short, short, short quarterback to most. So you got to have necessary schemes. It just seemed like I know this much. Carolina basically is paying two coaches a lot of money. There's a lot of money that they're kicking out to these two coaches. That's rule because they still owe him what about thirty-five or or, or fifty million dollars, right? Right, coach. Let me owe him. Yeah, they still owe. Him. Yeah. yeah, they still owe him some some guaranteed money. And I know if they just signed this dude last year, I know they owe him some money. So what? what I don't. I don't know, man. I think um, I don't know, man. I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what they're gonna do. Um, I think there's a lot of um franchises though, man. That's kind of been through this. Like, look at the Texans right now. Seems like the Texans 
is doing a great job rebuilding right as of right now they went and got a coach that's highly respected went up you know what i mean and he's new and he's like a player coach and it seemed like everybody's gravitating to him and look at their success they're doing they got to do the same thing stop hiring other trash i don't understand that you know what i mean that's what everyone does though in the nfl unfortunately is they bring in coaches who have been successful look at the raiders with josh mcdaniel great example i i don't I definitely agree with you. I bring in other person's trash when you know they're not a great head coach or coach. Now, most I, I, I do think he may. I don't. I, I will say this out of respect. They should have gave him two years. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I, I hear. Agreed. I hear it's a dysfunctional. It's like the Browns too. Dysfunctional organization. You know what I mean? But they made their way. I mean, look at the Browns now. I mean, I still think they're a little dysfunctional. That's why they made some some decisions. Look look at their quarterback. They still got the same issue. The Browns do the same issue, quarterback issues. So mm-hmm. I feel like I feel, I feel like they they um and you got to take baby steps. You know what I mean? Like I I don't think you I think you need to go get you what's my man that used to be at Miami that's the defensive coordinator for um the Vikings. Oh, Flores. Oh yeah. Like, I don't know what I'm saying maybe. <laughs> I see. I see you, George. That ain't nice. But I'm just saying. Some, some, something like that, a defensive-minded guy, and then have some uh, offense. You know, just something. Stop trying to just get a, a big offensive-minded coach because mm. then when the offense don't work, what, what's going to happen? You know what I mean? Yeah. True. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's kind of one of those – it ain't surprise, it doesn't surprise me. I think um, there's been rumors about him being fired as early as, like, the first, second week of October. So it's kind of one of the things I kind of knew – they were going. I thought it was probably a situation where maybe they just let them at least play the season out. But I mean, it's just one of those where I mean, he was supposed to be there to kind of get this um, the boat going for this. You know, obviously, you know, you get a guy, and you know, and uh, Bryce Young, he's the number one overall pick. You got to surround him with that offensive type of. Um, right personnel you look at and i thought this was going to be a situation where he was going to build obviously with josh mccown being the quarterback's coach i definitely thought he was going to kind of emerge down the line as maybe the head mm-hmm. coach for this team or the offense coordinator or something down the line also you had a guy like a jim caldwell still on the staff as well so you i thought they provided him with with some with at least some good coaching to at least get him some a found fundamental a, a, a fundamental a foundational type of coaching experience. And I think this is going to be a long term solution for them. I figured this is going to be something that down you know a year or two this will work and then maybe right. like Josh McCown to step up and he'll you know become like kind of the heir apparent as far as from the offense standpoint. Um, now as far as what's next for the Panthers. I mean, it's it's going literally going to be the most unattractive job out of all the jobs. I mean, if you think even think how Shepard's saying it's probably going to be seven to ten coaches, this is going to be probably the last one that's going to be filled because you think about it, you you got you mortgage your future, you got rid of now a guy. You know, it, you know we talked about it last year as far as you know trading up to get the number one overall pick from the Bears. You you also added in a guy like a DJ Moore now. Who I think even if he would have had a quarterback, you know, if he would have stayed in Carolina, he could have had the same type of production. Because you look at the consistency that's going in, going on in Chicago, where you know, you know, at least Bryce Young has been the consistent on this team. He, you know, you would think DJ Moore would be a thousand yard receiver, and then you, you, then another thing, even if you would have whiffed on that one, you don't have the number one overall pick, so you can't get like a guy like a Marvin Harrison. Mm-hmm. 
to help have somewhat kind of create a duo in Carolina. And it's just, it's to a point where, I mean, and it's, it's these coaching options. I mean, these guys going to have some, a lot of teams that going to be buying for their services. So these, these candidates are all going to be as, as faithful as to the options that are presented to them. And I could definitely count on my hands. So many different position coaching vacancies that are going to happen that are far more attractive in Carolina. So it's going to be kind of one of those where, and it's just, and then you think to yourself, you look at the track record of Tepper. Like you look at just the fact of how he's one year in and one out. And now you look at like a guy like a Frank Wright, his career is done. He will never be an NFL head coach just due to the fact that this situation in Carolina, you come mm-hmm. up with that. And then you look at, even if you're like a retread coach, do you want to take this chance? Do you want to take this opportunity to become, you know, and then essentially your career can be over in a sense because of this one state in Carolina. And even if you're a young guy, this can set you back. You know, when we, we talk about like guys like Brandon Johnson, um, one from, uh, from the Lions, then the one, the coordinator for, um, for the Eagles, these type of situations, it could it could potentially hurt them as well. So it's kind of one of those where it's it's a, it's going to say that Carolina less. It's I mean, there's gonna be somebody who wants that. Who that is, I don't know. I mean, one guy I want to see get an NFL head coaching job. He's you know Eric by enemy. He deserves it, but I don't want him in this mess. Yeah. What about um? What's the uh? The quarterback um, that was the quarterback coach, office coordinator when Tom Brady was at with the Bucks. Um, oh, um, oh, Baron Leftwich. Yeah. Oh, he coming I mean, to y'all. If if he, if he coming if he ain't coming to Boulder, he coming to y'all. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Well, he coming. To, he coming to Pittsburgh. Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah, he, yeah, he making a line unless unless he go to Colorado. We might talk about that. The latest I thought I did. Potentially. Right, 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 right. Because you know, right. your boy went to San Diego State, so I mean, it's opening now. I mean, I'm just saying, if it, it'd be, all, it'd really, be either Pittsburgh or wherever. I mean, we we get there. We talk about it. Jordan on the show. <laughs> so, you know, but yeah, that's just gonna be such an unattractive job. Like you said, somebody's going to take it, but it's just, uh, it's. Mm. You think my man, the offensive be. coordinator for uh, the Rams or the Chargers? I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, Kellen Moore. Mm-hmm. I mean, oh. I, uh, that's not a bad thing, but the problem is, is <laughs> again, it's such a dysfunctional franchise. Even if he gets the job, will they let him go a year, even a year? I, I don't know. Yeah, and that's yeah, because that's funny. That's one of the we kind of were talking about as far as a guy that's young that could potentially ruin his future by. Going somewhere like this, and that's funny. We, you know, we talked about the, you know, Johnson from, um, uh, from Detroit and Philly, but like, yeah, Kevin Moore would be another one where it's like, ooh, this might, you know. I mean, look at Miami with, with that young dude. Look at him. Yeah, they gave him the weapons though. They gave him the weapons though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they definitely gave that's him the true. weapons. And they and they had the quarterback. That's the thing too. Where that's yeah. the good thing about that situation with him. And but you don't. You and don't think now we see what happened. Yeah, I think he is. The, the only thing, it, but the thing is, 
he's a good quarterback, but like when you look at it now, like CJ Stroud should have been that. But but that's my theory too. And I don't know if you know I don't know if you think like this too, either Jordan. I think they I think I think right and McCallum wanted CJ Stroud. I don't think that I think that was something that I don't I didn't, you yeah. know, even even looking at it from a naked eye perspective, yeah, that was like a given because you even look at their body language, you can even tell that like, even when they had dinner with him, they were like smitten. They like, yeah, we're gonna find you a basketball court in Charlotte, all kind of like all kind of stuff. Like there was a lot of stuff where you like that this ain't this ain't fake. They wanted him. Yeah, they wanted him, yeah. yeah. They wanted him, so, but then they drafted young. So I, I was Pepper just saying this is who we're gonna get. And then Stroud obviously is a better player for sure. Yeah. I did think yeah. the Panthers would be better though. I thought they had, you know, some I thought they had some weapons. But when you really sit there and really think about it, like they gave up McCaffrey, they gave up a lot of shit that should they should have kept. Like, why would you give him up? Like he just you already paid him a bunch of money and then yeah. you're just gonna let him go, like that just lets you know something going on with the owner, man. Like something really going on, like, or somebody mm-hmm. there is not listening to, to oh, you don't want to be here, let's go. Like, nah. Uh-huh. Yeah, but it's it's a good thing for Frank, right? Hey, <laughs> you know, but but that's another thing where you know you you feel for like especially like Josh McCown. When another one we talk about how like these young guys get these opportunities and you we think they're on a path and then that path just veers off a cliff and crash and burn and that's mm-hmm. probably gonna happen with Josh McCown unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. Ah yeah it's it's crazy. So we gotta talk about the NBA play in in season play in tournament. Mm-hmm. Um, I know there was a lot of confusion uh which in a weird way I think our Richard Jefferson did a great job during the summer league kind of explaining it. So this is the kind of the good thing about um the situation. So um obviously you know we talked about the playing tournament in the summer and we we'll talk a little bit earlier this in, in um going to the season. So obviously there were obviously 30 teams in the league. It was five um so it was three teams, it was five teams playing in one particular group group play. So now the group play is over. Now we're at the quarterfinals where you had your three group winners and you had your wild card. And that's in the East and in the West. So in the East, the number one seed is the Milwaukee Bucks. And the number four seed, which is going to be the wild card, is the New York Knicks. And they'll play on Tuesday. Then the other semifinal in the East is the um, number number two seed, Indiana Pacers versus the Boston Celtics, and they'll play on Monday. All right. And then in the West, we got the L.A. Lakers at the number one seed. They'll face the Phoenix Suns, the wild card team, um, and they'll play on Tuesday. And then we got the number two seed, Sacramento, versus the number three seed, New Orleans Pelicans, and they'll play on Monday. So the winners of these games on Monday and Tuesday, they will head to Las Vegas for essentially a a semifinal game on Thursday night. And the windows Thursday night games on third next Thursday, not this Thursday, not tomorrow, but next Thursday, will play in the champ in the championship game for the in season tournament. Their eighty third, their plus one game, and they'll play that on next Saturday, the December the ninth at eight thirty Eastern Standard Time. So, um, who you guys got in the semifinals, and um, who's gonna take it take it all the way in in Las Vegas? 
We'll go to you first, Jordan. Uh, geez, I, I mean, you've got some teams that I didn't think would be there and other teams that I thought were going to be there aren't they? like my Nuggets. But, you know, if you look at it, I, I got to go with the Bucks, Boston. Gosh, the Kings have played pretty well. I'm, I'll go with them, and then I'll go with the Lakers. And honestly, I could see the Lakers versus the Milwaukee Bucks. Why not? I mean, then you have two teams with two superstars playing against each other for the finals. For sure. What you got, Maui? Um, <clears throat> I think the Lakers won it. I really think the Lakers going to win. I think they got the most. Um, they seem like that's when they planned the hardest. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. I want to say the Bucks. I got to think. Who would I really think? Squeeze through. Um, I want to say the Kings. I think I'm reaching because I want to say the I want to say the Bucks, but I don't know. I'm gonna say the Bucks. I'm just gonna agree with you, George. Don't get. I'm just gonna agree with you because I really don't feel when I'm watching like the the off season games. I see they seem like they're dragging, but mm-hmm. I, I really feel like that when the end, when it's the end season um the tournament, it seems like I see the Lakers playing hard and. I don't know. The Bucks to, to me just seem like they always trying to prove something. You know what I mean? Well, I mean they have only one championship with Giannis, so of course you want to win another one. I mean, I know this right. is the in in, in season tournament, it. but exactly, exactly what you said. Yeah. Now they want us to buy into it. Yeah, and, and um, <clears throat> I'm gonna go that too. I'm, I might be reaching. I'm, I'm gonna look at something one more time. But go ahead. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna go with. Yeah, so I think um, you look in the East. I definitely think um, the Bucks will beat the Knicks. Um, I'm gonna have the Celtics over uh, the Pacers. So then that'll set up Boston versus Milwaukee in the semifinal in Vegas. Um, yeah, I got. I think the Lakers will beat the Suns. Then I think that the surprise. I think the Pelicans will get an upset. I think they'll um, beat the mm. Kings Sacramento on Monday. Right. So then that sets up the two semifinals. So um, give me – I'm going to say the Celtics over the Bucks, but on Thursday night, and then then give me the Lakers over the Pelicans. So give me a Boston-LA um, NBA t- in-season tournament championship game. Um, even though it's going to – it's gonna be, it's not going to be for, for title number 18, but it's, it's kind of – I think it's going to be somewhat of an appetizer. And a lot of people are going to think, oh, you know, this can really can happen. We can potentially be down this path. So right. I think it kind of gives some people kind of like, oh, like this could happen. This could potentially mm-hmm. happen. So and it'd be fun, like you said, it kind of break out the monotony of you know, because even though next Saturday and NBA is so fantastic with this because they don't have to interfere with college football. So they just you know obviously it'll be Hasman Trophy night, which I mean. We, I, I think it's gonna be a guy from your from your from your conference, Jordan. I don't want to kind of tease it, but we'll probably I, I, we'll talk about it more in my predictions. I think so. I think it's gonna be kind of one of those where it's gonna be an interesting night for that. But I think it is not gonna overshadow Lakers versus Celtics potential. That sounds good, man. But that'd be crazy if the Knicks win. And <clears throat> hey, anything is possible with this in season tournament. Right. Yeah, and in one game, that's the beauty thing about it. So it's not like a seven game series where right. it's like, all right, we already know, okay, Celtics, Celtics and I mean, um, 
Bucks and the Lakers. Like if it was a seven game series potentially, especially out of, out of this group. But I, I have yeah, a, it's one game. I know we got to move on, but I got a quick question. Um, do y'all really feel like Kevin Durant then lost a step? He's 35. I mean, I mean, he, I mean <laughs> when you get older, of course you're gonna lose a step. Like like uh, Couch Co said, he's 35. How many good years does he have left? He doesn't have that many. Yeah. Damn, man. Yeah, because I think you know, I, yeah, because he, he and I have think that's I think it was what's gonna really realize people will realize the sad reality of it. Everybody's not LeBron James. Not everybody's built to play 21 seasons and mm-hmm. and, and can be as effective. Um it's just it is what it is. And I think you know we starting to learn that a lot, especially in the NFL, like with Tom Brady and the back of state at 45 no more. And same thing go in the NBA. Like yeah, I mean, hey, he's 35. Like and you got to think about his injury history as well too. You I mean obviously the, the vast injuries that he's had throughout his career. Yeah, yeah man. I mean, yeah, 35, man. It's that's your old man in, in, in most circles in the mm-hmm. NBA. And I think we just look at LeBron James as the exception to the rule, but you know, everybody's gonna always be compared to you know LeBron James far as like longevity at this point. I hear you. It's just that when I heard, it, I was like, damn, that came out of nowhere to me. Right? <laughs> I was like, damn, you know, but you're right. Yeah, but well, but him is weird because even though he's lost a step, it ain't bad. Like he he hasn't fall off the staircase. Like right. he might have dropped from the top floor to maybe about the right. seventh or eighth step. But I mean, he's still yeah, be thirty five, and his injury history is still you know he all right. You know, man, that Pelican know. Kings game is gonna be interesting. And well, yeah. man, for sure, <clears throat> for sure. So, we got to talk a little college football. So, we got to talk a little Colorado Buffaloes. So, obviously, um, what, you know, a year for Colorado, obviously, um, we're almost almost a year to the date of the first Pete Thamel report that Colorado was going to hire Deion Sanders and pretty much turned the college football world on its axis right around this time last year. Um, you look at just the popularity of the Buffaloes. You look at obviously having that three and zero start, and then you know celebrity role at these games and what have you. And then you know obviously um, guys did finish at four and eight, uh, one and eight in the Pac twelve. Um, obviously started eight and zero. I mean thought eight and zero started three and zero. One and eight in the final uh, nine games. Um, obviously, I think. The low light, obviously, you look at that that twenty nine point, um, you know, having that twenty point nine lead against Stanford, and then losing that on a, on a crazy Friday night, a Friday thirteen, I might add, which is so bizarre. Um, but with, but that's just some highlights of this Buffalo team. So, um, just your thoughts on was this team was uh, uh, was this this season a success or a failure? What you got? Of course, it was a success. I mean, you you take Deion Sanders, who's come in. And we were what one and eleven the year before, so the expectations weren't that high. I think I was on, I can't remember what show I was on. I said if they win five or six games, is a success. Four is the name of success, just because you know Dion came in. We were one and eleven. We won three, you know, three more games, four and eight. I mean, there, we let some games go by, which we could have been bowl eligible. You're talking about the Stanford game. That was a crazy game. We're up 20-some points at halftime, and next thing you know, we just blew it. But really, we fought back 
USC. We were down in that game by a lot. Came back and only lost by seven. And you look at the Arizona game, a game which we should have won. We we lost by three. So the thing is, is we're still building a program. The one thing I want to see from Dion to make this even more successful is you have to fix the offensive line. We saw Shador Sanders, our quarterback, get hit so many times this year. And it's just – uh, it wasn't his fault. It was just the fact that the uh, offensive line couldn't do anything. We had he had six sacks, I should say, 56 times. That's just far too many. But the thing is, though, we're building a program next year, going back to the Big 12. I mean, it'll help us. We don't have to play USC. We don't have to play Oregon. Right. It is definitely a success. Next year, though, I want to be at least bowl eligible. That That's what I'm looking at. And Because I'm not expecting – to be in the college football playoff conversation. A lot of people are next year. I, I think it'll be one more year before we're, we're in the college football playoff, even though it expands next year. I know. And we'll talk about that. I definitely got my Ooh. thoughts on 2024. But, yeah, what you got, man? Um, I think it was a great success. I'm not just talking about how many games they won. It's the revenue that he had come in. Mm-hmm. Not, just, not just for Colorado. He made everybody money. Everybody got to understand that. He made everybody money. And because of that and the promotion, all it did, you know, honestly, I'm not even going to say anything negative. It it gave us something to talk about. It gave every channel something to talk about. It, it kept Twitter popping. It kept YouTube popping. Like it just, it did everything that you're supposed to do. He is the unicorn. He is Muhammad Ali. He is all those, he's all those guys. This is Coach Prime and everything he brought. All those coaches that's re- re- that's leaving, they're going to get jobs, and they, you know what I'm saying. So, and because they was able to deal with when they was high and when they were low, I have nothing like um the the sacks. I do. I I feel like I watched every game, bro, and I dissected. I watched it more time, and I felt like sometimes Shadour, like sometimes I felt like he supposed to he's supposed he knows defenses, and sometimes if you know his blitz, you supposed to know how to make certain adjustments. You know what I mean? I am a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. I watched Ben Roethlisberger have some of the worst lines in the world. And I also watched him make certain audibles and do certain things that help that offensive line do better. So that's just my take on that. The last game, I felt like I should have won. I think they took those two touchdowns with Travis Hunter. I think he is a unicorn also. And I think... Well, I love Travis Hunter. I, I wish he wouldn't have gotten hurt this year. I cannot wait because I told my buddy he has something that Jerry and Moss don't have. He's going to have the height, but his – I said they're like a kite. They were stiff to me. But he's more like a Japanese or Asian kite where they were like a dragon because the way he catched the ball, he can move his body a specific way. You know what I mean? And I said that's different. That's kind of Antonio Brownish to me. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? It's, it's freaky scary like – but y'all was supposed to win that last game, and that would have been great. I can't wait to watch the second season of um of Prime on um on um on um on Amazon Prime. But definitely the success. I mean, just just a lie. They say it all the recruits. Is it true? All these recruits is really leaving. They're decommitting, but I think they're worried that the Dion's going to go to the NFL. There has been no word that he's going to move on. I don't think he's going anywhere, bro. I don't think he's going anywhere. I still, one of the last things I saw was 
the guy, I don't know if it's the general manager or who a dean or whoever, right beside him on the football field talking to Dion, and they both had their glasses on. And I feel like that's mm-hmm. a relationship that's gonna last a long time. Like I don't I don't I mean maybe it's me. You guys know about more about this, but I feel like I don't know, man. I feel I like mean, I don't the last, anywhere. The last I heard he said, I love Boulder, I'm not leaving. But we've heard so many coaches say that. I definitely think he'll be here for the next two to three years though. Yeah, and what and as long as he do his contract, that's all you have to do. Exactly. Yeah, and I, I think uh, I think a lot of it too is a lot of these guys are 2025 20, recruits. So it's one of those things where it's smart for them to mm-hmm. not because they still got another uh, year of, of to to essentially be going recruiting trips. So I think mm-hmm. I know a lot of people and, and people are always going to have that. So this is you know it, you know they're in a perfect spot to hey let's just shop around and just see going to recruit business and just and just be shopped around. And like I said, right. I think. Unless you're unless you're dead set to go to Boulder, you make that move. But I mean, I can understand, and they and they probably will come back. I mean, and, you know, the circumstance could definitely change between now and next year when it's time for them to you know to sign their letter of intent. Um, so that twenty twenty five class, I I kind of get it. I know, and I know a lot of people have been saying that's you know that's a you know it's a big deal. But I mean, this happens to every program. I think that's one thing up to where. It's unfortunate with this Colorado situation where like everybody makes like such a big deal about it because it, you know Nick Saban. This happens to Nick Saban all the time. This happens to, to mm-hmm. Kirby Smart every day. So, right. but um, I think this was a success because I think the simple fact that this is just a stepping stone to something great. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the thing I look at from the standpoint because he's made Colorado relevant. I mean, we talked about it even last year where, you know, a team that was 111 and we're like, okay, well, he's definitely going to bring some eyeballs because you think about it, we, you know, this time last year, you know, so much stuff was going on between the college football playoff, but hearing Deion Sanders saying he coming to Colorado, that shows you that was going to generate the stuff. And then he, he made, you know, and even though and it's crazy because even though the Pac-12 has been, Successful, successful in, in so many ways. Like as far as it's like one of the best conferences in um, in college football. But he has turned that. He made this conference relevant. And I always said that was going to be kind of one of the key things for him coming to here. Even though the play has been great. When you look at now, we got two teams that you know, as far as Oregon and Washington is going to play on Friday. That's you know, um, that is concerned. And then yeah, and I think, um, and I know you, you know, I know you said Jordan as far as when it comes to. Um, may not be in the conversation next year, but I like the Big 12. You guys got a legitimate shot, especially when we talk about um, 12 teams um, in the college football playoff next year. So you would you would assume that they're going to at least maybe get two, potentially two teams potentially in there because obviously I don't know how the committee going to look at it next year because obviously without a Texas or Oklahoma – are they gonna really look at the Big Twelve as a serious conference? And we know that's and that's how it is. Like even with the Pac twelve, like how you know as far mm-hmm. as that's concerned, so, um, how how they look at that, um, how they look at the um, at the Big Twelve next year with them being there. And like you said, it's a definitely a whole lot better schedule this year. I mean next year, because you like I said you got to worry about Oregon, you got to worry about Washington, USC. 
you know, <laughs> you got some of the some, some pretty good teams on that uh, on there. But I think this year, obviously, I think that that um, loss at Stanford, I think, really uh, did y'all in. I think when you look at just the fact of just it just took the win out of their sales. I mean, especially after having that game against Arizona State and winning in that fashion, then come back five that later and then lose to them on, like I said, on Friday the 13th out of all days. Something is crazy that happened. So, you know, one thing thing they got, though, the first time they all played together, and I think next season, I think there's a lot of pluses, man. Yeah. Yeah, but, um, yeah. Yeah, for sure. I'm definitely curious how y'all gonna play in the Big 12 next year. That's why I like, I was like, I think y'all legitimately yeah, he may be team 13 next year, but or, or worse as far as that. But I mean, I could definitely see you know, see them at least doing that thing in the, in the Big 12. Like, I don't, you know, like obviously they're not gonna be you know, like one to eight in the Pac 12 like they did this year, you know. Mm-hmm. So, how that's gonna play out to me. It's better for them to win than lose. I hate to say that, you know, that it's better for them to win because it was so much excitement. When they were winning, you know what I mean. I hate to say that like that, but it just was. Everybody was talking about. It. Everybody was promoting them, and it was just different. He got all these different actors and stars, and all these, you know, saying. But then once they started losing, they that started changing. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So I just think I think that um I, I I don't I didn't I don't think they knew that this was going to be as big as it got. I think it got no. so big so fast. That they was like, oh my god, we gotta calm this down. Like it's got to the point where LeBron then was like, yeah, cameras in the locker room. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was just getting <laughs> real big. And it got big real fast. You know what I mean? And then it just wouldn't stop. Every time it seemed like it was calming down, then you got your core doing this. Then it was something. It was just it was just starting to be a lot. And then to the point that somebody stole their stuff at the UCLA game. Like that was crazy. Yeah, them, yeah. Man, that that was crazy, and the, yeah, and that was the the recruits. That was that was a such a crazy story, and they stole stuff from UCLA too, and it's crazy. And they, and they bought they and the parents mailed the stuff back to these to the players. Oh, I didn't man, realize that, that happened. Yeah, yeah, because it was a bunch of kids that was getting um that was on a recruiting trip from UCLA. Now you know that that UCLA hosted, I think. Well, it had to be. You said I had to host it, but yeah, there was a bunch of kids that that was on a recruiting trip. That was crazy. Huh. That was so bizarre. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How, how did they get in there? Like you know, that's right. what I want to know. Because you right. were saying they would right. have security. Security. Hey, what you kids doing in here? Get out of here! That much stuff. They stole a lot, man. Yeah, uh, they stole stuff on UCLA in too. Going to our game to watch this weekend. So this week's game to watch 
It's um, powered by the good folks at SeatGeek. Head over to SeatGeek.com. Use the promo code COUCHCOACH at checkout for your first purchase. Get $20 off your first purchase. So if it's a game that you want to watch this weekend that you actually want to go to, just go on over to SeatGeek. Use my promo code COUCHCOACH. Get yourself $20 off. So, Jordan, what's your game to watch this weekend? I've got to go with the Pac-12 championship because it's really – Whoever wins this game is most likely going to be in the college football playoff between Oregon and Washington. It's going to be a heck of a game. The question is, can uh, Bo Nix and that Oregon offense, you know, score some points on the Washington defense? We know how good they are. And then on the contrary, can the Washington offense score on the Oregon defense? It's going to be one of those games that it could be the last team with the ball wins this football game. Yeah, similar to the to that first matchup in the regular season, mm-hmm, essentially. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, and man, mm, sad. It's a sad. It's a sad, sad night on Friday. The impact in the Pac-12 football, man. I've never understood why they have that championship game on Friday. Move on it to Friday Saturday. Night. I know, cause cause I don't think there's no really reason why not to have it, especially in prime time. Because I mean, you look mm-hmm. at it, because Alabama, Georgia play at four. And mm-hmm. I mean, who really watching the Big Twelve? I mean, the, the Big Ten championship. No, I mean, cause they, nobody. So right, because yeah. So I like they could have had a way where they could have put that in at least prime time or like you know, or they could have just have it at night, like a ten o'clock game. You know. Hmm. I don't know, but yeah, the Pac-12 man oh, sucks, man. But you know, the DM didn't you. like that. Them ten o'clock games no. on Friday. Well, you couldn't stand it. <laughs> oh, no. 10 o'clock games anywhere was bad. Yeah. It was 10 o'clock in Boulder. Who's staying up for those know, games right? in Boulder? <laughs> I know quite a few times. Yikes. That's wild. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You wake up the next morning, you're like, it will regret. You're like, God, like, I've literally been oh, up bro. here since 2 o'clock in the morning watching the game. You don't even understand. Man, like I had to go to work early, and I was like, you know, I don't really think this was worth it, <laughs> especially when they lost. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I would turn the game off and then look at Google, and I'm like, they tied? Are you serious? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah, that right, mess, right. that time. Yeah, so it it definitely be a lot different now with them being in the Big Twelve next year. I don't, you don't think you have late mm-hmm. starts like that. So right, right. No. That's a good thing. Yeah, so uh, what's your game to watch this weekend, Mallory? I got um, the 76ers versus the Celtics, the Nuggets versus the Suns, and the Broncos versus the Chargers. Oh, yeah, I think it's Houston. Don't they play Houston? Yeah, my bad. I put the wrong thing. I had Houston. Yeah, because I was going to say, yeah, because that's how I was. That's my bad. I was tired. Yeah, yeah, versus the Texans. Because I think that's going to be a real good game. The Broncos been on a little roll. Yeah. And, yeah, that's what I had and the thing about uh, CJ Stroud is he hasn't. I mean, our defense has gotten so much better. So he hasn't seen. I want to say he hasn't seen a defense like us. So the question is, can he pass over our defense with Justin Simmons, Patrick Sertan the second? I mean, that's definitely gonna be a good game. Yeah, yeah, because that's a that's almost like a de facto playoff game because I think what mm-hmm. Houston is was eighth and y'all are ninth. So it's like, right, yeah, so exactly. it's yeah. And especially now you're looking at uh Indianapolis um in that seventh spot. So you're like, 
you know, it's a good opportunity to kind of take advantage of that. I don't know how long the, the George God is going to um, lead this team to, a, you know, I don't know if it's going to be a situation where he's going to um, lead this team to a playoff potentially, but we shall see. Um, yeah, I think that too. And then I think uh, Philly versus San Francisco. Um, to me, that's I think that's definitely going to be the NFC yeah. Championship game all over again. I think it's going to play play it out again. And um, yes, yeah, it's essentially San Francisco opportunity if they want to at least have a conference championship game in Santa Clara. They got to get it done um, on on um, on um, Sunday. So um, yeah, because it's one of those where Philly pretty much if they win, they pretty much sew it sew it up. So you know, get to a point where I think. I know we look at the NFC and we look at them as tiers, but I think Philly, San Francisco in, in a tier of their own. Then we got other tiers, but I definitely don't think that, you know, these two teams, when they're healthy, especially if they have a quarterback, we know that the San Francisco team could definitely could be somewhat a Philly's crooked night. So that's concerning. Right. So, um, but yeah, but like you said, Houston, Denver, yeah, that's going to be, uh, yeah, that's going to, that's, that's playoff implications right there. Mm-hmm. And I think you already because you've already beat Cleveland, so that's another yeah. one. One thing you got the one thing that you got above them, I think, because Cleveland is either fifth or sixth. I think they're sixth. Mm-hmm. So I think that's another one where you guys can rise rise up. And then like I said, I don't know. I don't really think Indianapolis going to do nothing. I think Indianapolis is just kind of one of those where I think it's just things just fall into their lap, you know? Right. So yeah, and who knows? Who knows? Who knows? <clears throat> Broncos could potentially make the make the playoffs. And I don't know. I don't know. Your boy Sean Payton might be the coach of the year before this. No. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. If he do this, I like, you know, we people talk about D'Amico Ryan's and we talk about um uh Dan Campbell. I'm like, I don't know if uh if old Sean Payton because right. Oh, that's the that's the, he the comeback coach. They should make a, 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 a an award for that alone. Like for him to right. come back, right? Dude, they was ready. They was brought that shoot. Thank God y'all ain't got the tempers. Lord have mercy. John hey, Payne would be gone about three weeks ago. Yeah, <laughs> Temper Actually, been might been, he might have been fired after the Miami game. Right. <laughs> Shit, he the way time shoot. You shot y'all, y'all, y'all got fired after y'all y'all, 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 y'all lost us. When we been playing shoot, Temple. <laughs> Temple would have been like, oh, you out. <laughs> but you know, hey, you know, they, they you know, that's what happened when you have stable ownership. You know, hopefully, you know. You know, I digress about that point. So, you know, <laughs> that's what happens, you know, you don't have to worry about that. So, uh, we're gonna do our pick seven. So, this is definitely gonna be an interesting week because obviously, we got uh, college football, um, conference championships. So, it's gonna be interesting. Um, if you guys can play along with the exercise if you want after we do the picks, who's your um, who'll be your four teams in the college football playoff? Because I know I got I did my based on kind of how I got this going as far oh. as my picks and stuff. But, I mean, this is a fun little exercise if you want to participate in or pick it. If you don't, that's cool. All right, so we got the Seahawks and the Cowboys on Amazon. You got Jordan. I got to go with the Dallas Cowboys. Okay. What you got, Mal? Seahawks. Okay. Shame yourself, Jordan. 
yeah, give me Dallas. I think Dallas will win with all intent football team. Oh, right. so we had the first, we had the first college football <laughs> championship game, a Friday night affair, a, a, a farewell to a, a institution that is the Pac 12. Oh boy, I knew this day was gonna come, but uh, hey, are we really ready? But we got number five, Oregon. Versus number three for Pac-12 at the dog. One more time, Jordan. One more Pac-12 at the night at the dog. What you got, Jordan? I've got to go with Oregon. I think Bo Nix is going to play his best game of the year. All right. And who you got, Mallory? Washington. Okay. Yeah, give me Oregon. The only reason why I did Oregon kind of tease what we talked about as far as um, the December 9th, uh, NBA playing tournament championship. This is going to be, I think, the game but well, Bo Nix, I think, is going to clinch the Hasbro. Um, I, I think I, you know, I, the boy wonder. Yeah. I, say, I agree with you 100%, Chris. The true old yeah. dog. OG. For sure. For My sure. great uncle. And well-deserved. Yeah, well-deserved. You know, it's, he's been out there for a long time, and you know, and it's it's crazy, you know. But long, and then, long and, time. And, and speaking of that, Cam Rising. I know this is totally off off kilter, but he coming back next year. This man, this this man gonna play college football into twenty twenty five. He's probably gonna potentially play a college football game in twenty twenty five. And when he graduated with two thousand eighteen, mm-hmm. I think he's class two thousand eighteen. That's crazy. That's Crazy, that's crazy. That man coming back, that's crazy. But you know, I digress about that point. All right, so we got the pack, not pack 12, but the big 10 and the big 12 championship. We got um OSU versus Texas. So we got Oklahoma State versus Texas. Who you got, Jordan? I have to go to Texas. I don't think Oklahoma State can stay on the field with that, with Texas team. Yeah. Who you got, Mallory? Texas. Tix. Tix. All right. Uh, yeah, give me Texas well. I like Mike Gundy. He's a man. Well, he's not 40 anymore. He's like 53, 54. But, um, yeah, give me Texas. And I think this is going to be the first domino where S is about to hit the fan. And mm-hmm. it's, it's Oh boy! Oh boy! We got number one. We got number one. Georgia versus Alabama. I would love to say Alabama just because I know Nick Saban's going to get that team ready, but I can't do it. I think Georgia's just too well coached. They're going to get the job done and solidify their place in the college football playoff. Yeah, I'm going Georgia too. You got, you got, okay, all right. You got UGA. Yep. I, I want to be a firestorm, but I'm not an arsonist. I think this is gonna be the first domino that's gonna happen. <laughs> I think Alabama, <laughs> Alabama is gonna win. They're gonna clinch a ticket to the college football playoff. To me, it's gonna be as as a number two seed. Mm. Okay. So prepare yourself. And also with Oregon, I got them as number three seed. So like my two and three is gonna be Bam and Oregon after these these predictions. All right. And then we got Louisville versus Florida State. 
Oh boy, <laughs> George Gatchel. I'm still going with. I, I haven't liked how Florida State has played all year. They've gotten some lucky bounces, but it ain't losing. Uh, I would love to pick Louisville just for you know what's the word? I, you know, but I can't. I I gotta go with Florida State. I just think they're the better team. <laughs> Oh, so we have a flo- uh, undefeated Florida State. Are they gonna get in the dance, Jordan? They I the think they will. Oh, yes. Yeah. Okay. Some, ain't somebody hurt at Florida State? Did somebody get hurt yeah, last year? Jordan game? Travis, yeah, the quarterback, Jordan Travis. <clears throat> but that, yeah, that team wow. has so much depth, though. That's the thing. Is I'm not worried about that. I mean, I could see this potentially being a close game, but I still have to go Florida State. I just feel like they're better than Louisville. But hey, I could be wrong. All right, what you got, Maui? I'm going Louie. Yeah, I, I, I got, got a friend Louis. of mine at Florida State, and, and, and I'm watching her, and she was like, oh, we get in at this team, Lou Bowl, and I'm just watching her. And she was like, and she was so distraught. She was like, oh, my God, he's hurt. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I was thought about that. I said, I'm going Louisville. Yeah, Travis, yeah, yeah, yeah. But Jordan Travis got hurt, yeah, that was devastating. Um. I I'm gonna say Louisville because and I and I think I want this to happen because I want I don't want the Florida State heartbreak because I know a lot it's like it's almost like I'm gonna set you up I don't want you to get set up to fall because I know what's gonna happen how this plays out even though I can see them getting getting that being being um in the playoff I can see them that even despite winning the ACC championship. And going undefeated, even though we have seen Ohio State do this in the first ever college football playoff, and and end up winning with a Cardell Jones, mm-hmm. but this ain't 2014, and I and I feel as though they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna ding up because of Jordan Travis, and I like just just lose Saturday in the cold in Charlotte, just lose Saturday. Let's all go to bed at least not having no type of dilemma. That's not a little crazy. <clears throat> Michigan versus Iowa. <laughs> Jordan, who you I really, really want to pick Iowa, but <laughs> you know what? I, I could see Iowa's defense, but I, you're laughing because I want to pick Iowa so bad to see, you know. I have to go Michigan, unfortunately. I think they'll be the number two or three seed in the college football playoff. All right. Who you got, Maui? Who you, who you got in this game? I'm going Michigan. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. I, honestly, if we were going against our – all we had to do is put up 14 points and we'd be the favorite. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's going to be Michigan. So, with that being said, and this is going to sound crazy – this is how I think it's going to all play out on Sunday afternoon. So I got Michigan as number one overall seed. Michigan number one. Bama two because they beat Georgia. Three, Oregon. And if this happened, Austin, Texas had your wife, had your children, forge your homes. But I think I think Georgia's going to get that fourth seed even if they lose to Alabama. Uh, could you, Joy? Could you imagine that happen? Yeah, People, I can. Texas, Texas will freak out because they're like, first of all, 
we beat Alabama at Alabama and we don't make it to the college football playoff. We won the we won our conference. We only won lost one game. But then you got Georgia in there and they lost to Alabama, but we beat Alabama. Oh <laughs> well, that's exactly Austin, why we're gonna have Austin, expanded playoffs. Austin, Texas would be on fire. You talking about them SEC matchups next week? I mean, next year? Oh my god, you talking about a revenge tour like no other? Like, I don't know, but it you know, we got a lot of football to to you know for that to, to for that to happen, but who if Texas don't make it after this, ooh. because they, that's right, because they only lost was the Oklahoma. So that's their loss. Uh, was text down and lost to Oklahoma and the state fail. So yeah, because at least so they you, can say well. Mm-hmm. So you got one Michigan, Michigan. Yep. two, Bam. Alabama, yeah, three, Georgia, Oregon, Oregon, and then four. You got yeah, um, Georgia. Georgia. That's crazy. And I think that's so they won't avoid they will avoid each other, at least in the national semifinal. That's kind of how I got it in a sense. But that would so be crazy. Weird. It it's would be weird. strange. How do they even rate this stuff? Um well, a lot of it too just based on like your strength of, that strength of schedule in a sense, but more so of just oh, okay. like kind of where you at, because obviously you look at uh, well, so because Georgia option number one because they just they they haven't lost. Michigan got bumped up because of the simple fact they beat Ohio State, which was number three in the country at that time. So they get bumped up. Um, who is third? Third at this current moment is what Washington, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They Washington third. It's yeah, so Washington's third, and then Florida State is fourth. Then what? Oregon is fifth. Oregon is fifth. And Ohio State is sixth, it by the way. And then seven is Texas, and then Alabama is eight. Right. So, and that's slotted, but you know, just because of because Alabama's their only loss is to Texas. So, that's another one where. And then you get two SEC teams. Oh, they're gonna fall. Oh, they're gonna freak out. Oh, they're gonna, mm-hmm. gonna oh man, that's gonna be anarchy. And I'm here <laughs> for it. Cause you know, because it, it what's been crazy about this year, we really haven't had any like drama, drama in a sense. Right. Like as far as nothing, nobody like as far as the movement, as far as college football playoff, really nobody's really has like took their nose dive in a sense. You know, especially out, you know, out of the eight that we kind of discussed, mm-hmm. they've been fairly consistent. But um, yeah, and I know a lot of people want to put, you know, um, could potentially put Ohio State in it because I think that's where you look at how they kind of got slotted and what they're and where they're at. So it's it's gonna be fun though. It's gonna be fun uh, this weekend. You know, how it's all gonna play out. But um, yeah. So then our final game. We got the 49ers at the Eagles. Uh, what you got, Jordan? They have the Eagles. I mean, I know how good um, the Niners are running the football, but I just think Jalen Hurts is going to eat that defense alive. All right. You got Mel? 
I'm going to the 49ers because I feel like since that's just the game they've been waiting for. So I know their quarterback is not the quarterback. Um, the quarterback's hurt, right? Ooh, but I just, um, I just, Brock Purdy's hurt, right? Is, I think he's good. He I think he's good. I think he's he good. good. I think, yeah. I, what I saw, I that, this, this is the game that they said they circled because they believe they should have won the Super Bowl. I mean, they should have won. They should have been at the Super Bowl. So, mm-hmm. like, from what I've seen today, everybody's like, this is the game. They said, you know, they, they talk, they, they bring it up. Like, man, y'all was almost there. And they like, yeah, this is the game they've been waiting for. So I'm I'm picking the Niners. That don't mean they go they don't mean they go did they play them in the NFC championship? They may lose again. You know what I mean? Because you know how emotions can get you. <clears throat> you know, but I think the Niners are gonna get them this game. Yeah, I definitely think I think the four Niners gonna take care of business. I mean, um just simple fact that like I said, somewhat of a revenge, but more so of hey. If we want to be, if we want to be in the NFC Championship game, and we want in Santa Clara, we gotta win this game, like you right. know, because they got opportunities where they can kind of gain some ground. Because I think even you look at this and then I think Philly played Dallas. So I definitely think that's gonna be one of those where they could potentially lose that Dallas game. So it's kind of one of those where um, it can be, you know. They got a legitimate shot. Um, you know, I don't think the NFC East, in a sense, is, has been won quite yet. So this is kind of one of those where um, I can see San Francisco taking care of business and, and win this win this game, and you know, at least giving themselves an opportunity to potentially host the NFC Championship game. So, and then you know, now you know, curious about you talk about health, the health of uh, Jalen Hurts. Well, you know, you look at him how he's been. I know he's been laboring some issues from from time to time, you know, as far as his effectiveness, as far as him being able to run and stuff. You, you see how it's been kind of limited, you know. So, you know, I was shocked that he went in um, against Buffalo last week. So, you know, it's one of those where you want kids to continue to monitor to see what he's going to do. But I definitely think that the 49ers are going to win. And why not, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so, I think that last week game, the, night, the Eagles kind of, um, I think they got the respect that everybody say they're the number one team in the league, <clears throat> not just because of their record. You know what I mean? I think they put their kind of stamp on it. Yeah, but they, they, they definitely cannot turn that ball over. But they still be doing idiotic stuff. And I think a lot of people are going to be thinking, like, yo, like, Philly can get got. They just ain't – they just ain't get to play that team that they can get them – well, except for the Jets, you right. know. But, um, you know. Yeah, Philly. Yeah, Philly. Philly ain't, ain't you know. Philly gonna Philly gonna turn the ball over a little bit times. Do some little stuff uncharacteristic. Some people, some teams can overcome that. Some can't. You know, but do that against San Francisco. You won't. It's gonna be. It, it's gonna. It's gonna get there. It's gonna get ugly quick. He's division, man. You know, he's true. He's division, bro. <laughs> like, that's what it, what it is. <laughs> I see it. <laughs> you know, you know, but um, yeah. So, Jordan, go around the horn, fellas. We'll go around the horn first. Uh, Jordan, your game ball this week. Who you got? Well, I will say the Nuggets on uh, Monday were playing the LA Clippers without Nicole Jokic, without um. Murray and who stepped up? Reggie Jackson, who had 35 yep. points. So my game ball goes to him. Man. It's a scary individual. That was wild. 
that's why. And your boy Deion and, and DeAndre, DeAndre Jordan went off. I'm like, what the hell? Yeah, 20 some points, too. It, 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 I mean, they were playing yeah. like that, you know, for five, six years ago, which was nice to see. Right. If I was the Clippers, I would trade everybody. <laughs> I was Lob, Lob really? City all over again. <laughs> that's embarrassing. It's too late. Like, it really is, though, you know. <laughs> well, it's too late. What you want you to trade a 2029 draft pick that's on the <laughs> Worse than this, worse than the Panthers. Like, you your whole mortgage away. What you gonna give him a fifth grader? What you gonna give him a fifth grader? What's your key to return? I see Westbrook and Paul George to Toronto. What's Drake's son, Adonis? That's all you're gonna get for him is a little six-year-old boy. He's tall though, but I mean I'm just saying. Crazy. <laughs> man, they match I knew the pitch with the Clippers, man. <laughs> bad, bro. It's bad, bad business, man. Like, yo, it's like going to the pawn shop. <laughs> you know what I mean? Try to put in try to turn try to turn in that PlayStation 3. <laughs> what you think you gonna get? <laughs> you gonna get nothing. <laughs> You get a piece of tape. <laughs> and thank you for coming back. You <laughs> <laughs> might, might get some ice water. <laughs> I'd be just watching. You know, after that game, I just was sitting here thinking to myself because they showed the owner. And, you know, the owner gets real emotional when he watched the games. And I was just sitting here thinking to myself, yeah, yeah. like, if anything, I'll if I can't trade, though, I'm no. fired at GM. I'm doing something. If I can't trade at nobody, I'm firing somebody. Somebody getting fired. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's horrible, I mean, man. I mean, they're only when you think about their tradable assets, you don't even want to get rid of them because I mean, you think about your youth, like you look at like a guy like Terrence Man Bones Howling, like you don't want to mortgage your future. I mean, that's already exactly we already traded Reggie Jackson, I mean, uh, right? I mean, you already <laughs> you, you traded. Yeah, I mean, you already you think about you traded like your, you know, like your, you know, um, your three and D guy, so it's like. Like I say, who, who gonna who gonna want you know Russell um, Westbrook at the time? Who gonna want James? Who, nobody gonna want on James Harden, you know. So you know, it's a lost cause at this point. You just gotta deal with what you got. Cause yeah, cause you don't, you yeah you get a bunch of you want some draft picks down the line. Maybe the Thunder might give us some draft picks for at least maybe a, a, a eighth grader. You know, at this point, maybe we trade with a Thunder to get at least get a, a second round eighth grader. Something bad there. You know, maybe you know the future picks a, a, a Bryce, a Bryce, Bryce James. But Bryce what, eleventh grade. We can get somebody from at least eleventh grade. <laughs> and they can get somebody eleventh grade. That's a class of what two thousand twenty-five. So that's two thousand twenty-six pick. I mean, that's recent. <laughs> But <laughs> well, yeah, man. Now, who's your game? Who who gets Zoe's game ball for you? Um, I'm giving game ball to Matoka, Hopewell, and Thomas Dale wrestling um, teams. I just went to one. It was one of the most exciting things I've seen in a long time to see these young young men put their heart on the line to see the parents coaching them. You know, what I mean, it was real exciting, and, and it was kind of sad. You know, I always say that for some of those high school um, activities is that nobody's there. And this was a trip because you didn't have to pay to come in. 
they let you eat. <laughs> you know what I mean? Eating, uh, and that's exactly what I say. They let you eat, and uh, it was just really exciting seeing them guys put their heart on the line. You know what I mean? So, kudos to them. Game ball goes to them. Yeah, man. Support high school sports, man. We we need we need to support these these young individuals for sure. For sure. Um, man, I gotta give it to uh, the Hallow Springs Springers, um, the Class Six A. Regional chance with a 17-16 win over Manchester on uh, Friday. Um, definitely um, shout out to them. Uh, they gotta gotta play um, this week in the state semis against Lake Braddock on Saturday. They um, win that football game on Saturday. They'll punch their ticket to Charlottesville for the Class Six state championship and um, potentially a seventh state title. In football, so um, definitely huge shout out to my alum, the Hallow Spring Springers, and just keep keep on going, fellas. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, final thoughts before we head on out, Jordan. What you got? Final thoughts in the social media. What you got going on? It's just gonna be a nice, great uh, weekend or weekend of college football because it's well determined the college football playoff. As for where you can find me, you can find me on Twitter or actually whatever it's called at Sports Scoop One. I also have a blog that I write, and that's at sports-scoop.com. I also have my own show called Under Review, which focuses on Colorado sports, and I will tweet that out when I do it on social media. And what you got, got Mel? Uh, DTMorgan78, um, Instagram, and uh, Deshaun Morgan on Facebook. Great show. So happy to see you, Jordan. Colorado, Buffalo's all day. <laughs> hey, at least you support one of my teams, so <laughs> all day. All, all day. Man. You don't even understand. <laughs> beautiful city too. Boulder is really a beautiful city. You been there, Chris? I mean coach? Nope. You really gotta go. I mean, there's really yeah. beautiful. Thing. Really. It really is with the flat irons. I mean, it's one of the most beautiful campuses out there. Yeah, because I think I only been to Colorado. I've been to um, where y'all practice facilities. Was the Edgewood? The Edge? I forgot. What is it? What's oh, the, what's the um, Inglewood. 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 Yeah, Inglewood. I've been to Inglewood, Colorado. But that's it. That's it, brother. But um, yeah. So um, pretty much the um, Couch Coach Live, social media, Facebook, Twitter. AKX at Couch Coach Live. Um, also, the website couchcoachlive.com. Um, also, check out uh, my Washington Command Centric podcast. Thursdays, 9 o'clock East Standard Time. Um, Command is in the chat. Um, let's see. I think that's everything. The website couchcoachlive.com, all that. Yeah, man. Once again, another uh, great show. Um, and also, the podcast available anywhere you get your podcast Apple, Spotify, um, pretty much everywhere. And also on the YouTube as well. So you on YouTube uh YouTube podcast and also um that as well. So yeah, uh once again another great show. Definitely appreciate Jordan for stopping by, talking a little um, you know, talking a little coaching firing, what we always do, uh, for some odd reason. You know, we I, I don't know why. Coaching either, uh, I know when it comes to coaching character. Hiring, so. Yeah. 
So I get that tradition going, especially as um, as Black Monday is approaching very quickly in the next what about five, six more weeks. So we definitely yeah. gotta. So we probably gonna kick the year off with you know. Yeah, I, I'll be on the other side this time. I know Jordan, you on the <laughs> other side of it last year, but I think yeah. uh, I think I think you don't have to worry about it this year. I think you'll you you champagne will be there in twenty twenty four. I would done hope so. <laughs> I would hope so. If not. Then we all have problems. They have, now mm-hmm. it would be potentially eleven vacancies, which I don't envision that. But you know, but yeah, so I'll be on the other side of that. You know, we we'll talk about uh, the coaching carousel. Um, you know, as the weeks progress after the regular season, and that'll be fun. Um, always kind of gauge kind of where we think guys are going to go, what it could be in the move. You know, the interchangeable parts, and so that's gonna be fun. You know, so just hate I'll be on on that on on the on the other side of it. You know, <laughs> but hey, you know, it's life. It's gonna happen. You know, and this is gonna happen last year. So you know, so we're here. So let's get another great show. Catch you guys next week on an ep- another episode of Couch Coach Live, and we're out. You're welcome.